that. And your mother's saying, go to college. So you finish college and it's wonderful. You feel so good. And after all the partying and crazing, and don't forget about that drug habit you picked up at school, being around your peers, hey, now you'll get that 25000 job a year and you'll spend all your money on crack cocaine. But it'll be your money. No more borrowing from mom for my high. So now you get your degree tattooed on your back. You're so excited about it. If you continue to work at The Gap after several interviews, oh my God, you'll come in at an entry-level position. And when you do that, if you kiss enough ass, you'll move up to the next level, which is being the secretary's secretary. And boy, is that great. You get to take messages for the secretary who never went to college. She's actually the boss's niece, so now you're part of the family. You know what college does for you? Makes you really smart, man. All you kids want to talk in the back of the class. Not me. I listened. Okay? I was a hall monitor. This was meant to be. You know how many classes I took? Extra classes? Extra classes? No, I've never had sex. But you know what? My degree keeps me satisfied. When a lady walks with me and says, Hey, you know what's sexy? I say, No, I don't know what it is. But I bet I can add up all the change in your purse very fast. School spirit of the Step, Omega Step, Kappa Step, Sigma Step, Gangsters Walk, Pimps Gon' Talk, Oh hecky now that boy is raw, AKA Step, Delta Step, SGO Step, Zeta Step, Gangsters Walk, Pimps Gon' Talk, Oh hecky now that boy is raw. You are now tuned in to the number one podcast show, now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Welcome to Purse Talks with Swimmer and Bobby Raw, live on Bag Season, another podcast about nothing. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe at Bag Season, that's B-A-G-S-Z-N underscore podcast. And remember, the bag isn't always about money, but more so what you want out of life. And this here is episode nine, college. I hate it, I love it. What a person. Purse was popping, man. <laughs> Shout out to Kanye West. I miss the old, old Kanye, Kanye man. West. I miss the old Yay. Yo, Yay, if you listening, yo, can you please come back? I need that. Listen, I I think he's already there. I just think that he's in a different he's in a parallel dimension somewhere, bro. I I mean do you watch his his uh, his Instagram, like the church services bro, I don't he even does? Follow yet. Oh really? <laughs> I can't no more. Hey, it's a disconnect. Hey, it is what it is. But hello and welcome to Bag Season Podcast. It's so good to be back. It's it feels like it's been a month since we were on here. But it's only been a week. I know it's been only a week. Uh shout out to everybody who uh who inboxed us and everything like that. Like I said, bag season is always for the people, it's for you. And everything we do is for our listeners, and we do love and appreciate you. So shout out to all our listeners. Big facts. Please make sure you subscribe and follow The Bag Season on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. That's at Bag Season. That's B-A-G-S-C-N underscore podcast. I'm your co-host, Swimmer. That's S-W-I-M-M-R underscore N-U-P-E-3. And I'm Bobby Rural. At Triple B nineteen eleven, and we are here at episode nine. Nine weeks strong, baby. Hey, 
Shout out to all my, yo, can we, we gotta give a shout out to all our faithful listeners. Yes, we do. Shout out to all y'all baggers, that's what I'm gonna call y'all, baggers. baggers. <laughs> I mean, shout out to the baggers. Yeah, I like that. You know, that's been tuning in since day one. Yeah. And if you just are now tuned in to the bag season, purse talks, listen man, like, you too can also be a bagger. But it's going to take a couple listens before you become a bagger, right? <laughs> it's, it's levels to this. Shout out to the people who who are first-time listeners as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we appreciate those two because everybody new that comes into the bag season, like I said, even if you don't start at episode one, you jumped in at episode four, whatever the case may be, or you're in tune to one of the topics that, you know, that more piques your interest, that's perfectly fine with us. We, we love you just the same. And, um, you know, we do appreciate the listen. Make sure that you pass along Bag Season Podcast to everybody you know. Family, friends, make sure you tag us on Instagram. So, we're here at episode 9. We're looking at it. Is college worth it? I love it. I hate it. Hey. But is it worth it? (laughs) We're going to find out today here in episode 9. <laughs> Yo, the crazy part is, you're looking at two educated black men from the inner city. Yeah. We have one that comes from a prestigious PWI. Mm-hmm. And you have another who went to a small state PWI. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have both spectrums covered from big school to small school. Yeah, we, we don't. Have, we have like the what? What would I say? The D one aspect, the D two aspect, the athletic side. Mm-hmm. We also have the the very diverse and engaged side as well but then because we're we're from and like located we also do have kind of the hbu side because it's not down south but it's north and the culture is different yeah i mean we yeah we can kind of speak on a little bit of everything when it comes to college like i hate it i love it here we speak on a little bit i mean we can't really dive into the hbcu side but i'm black well, he, hey, you're right. <laughs> nah, <laughs> um, that's another topic. Yeah, man. but um, you know, we we would we would get some people on here for that one. Um, but yeah, let's 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 dig into this, man. This is a really good um, topic. I'm just having this topic with um, a couple people, like literally, I would say a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um. They want me to go speak to a panel of, like, high school kids and give my views on, like, what the next chapter should look like. Obviously, what it should look like? What it should look like. That's what they, what it should look like. I'm like, I don't uh, know, um, but I guess I can speak <laughs> to them. Like, I don't know. That's a very broad... It was very broad, but like, that's the way that they brought it to me. Like, okay. hey, go speak to these kids. Tell them about school, like your path, X, Y, Z. I'm like, okay. Um, 
I asked him, like, can I be very open and transparent? Mm-hmm. The reason why is because I'm in a household with an individual, which is my little brother, and mm-hmm. he's at that level of still, like, trying to find himself after high school. Okay. And I look at it from the kids that are in high school now, and it's like, what do you say to that child that is 17 to 20? Because in today's society, that 20-year-old is still a kid. Age-wise, you're looking at it as like, yo, that's an adult, but you take the sub every day, I mean the train. These kids, like, they're kids. They still run around joking, like, being kids. Like, they're just big kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're not the adult side of, like, mature yet. And that's for guys and girls. Like, it, so, going back to the whole, like, speaking to kids is more so, like, I was having this discussion and I'm just like, is college worth it? Because we're looking at it from a standpoint of what does the next chapter outside of high school look like? You go to school, graduate. Mm-hmm. Society rules tells us go to college. Or get get some form of advancement educational-wise. And that can be college, that can be trade. Mm-hmm. Um, or, I mean, if you went to... Chasing your passion early, do that. But after, like, high school, you can kind of, like, go full force. Well, we have, you know, we have different types of influences. I mean, you just spoke on social influence. So, so, social, society would tell us you need to go to college. Yeah. Okay. But they tell you you need to go to college after high school. Not saying that college is always available. After? Really? I mean... That's what society tells us. Like, when you graduate 12th grade, you go to the 13th grade. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. You become a freshman at 18, 19. Uh-huh, okay. On a college campus. A freshman at 26 is like, bruh. What happened? Why now? Why now? Yeah. Not well, how, about no, a fr- how about a freshman at 35? How about a freshman at 45? 45. Yeah. How about being a grandmother and it's just like, hey, I just want to learn. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being a grandma and, Bro, go, and, living, and living the college experience? Bro, i seen it. What? How many movies did they make about, about this type of stuff? You got, you got, what was the one with Rodney Dangerfield? What's that? Old school? The old, you got old school. You got old school. You got, um, school days wasn't like that. Now, um, School Days is a whole different movie. Yeah, that's different. It's a classic. Shout out to Spike Lee. Uh, Oscar winners, Spike Lee. You got... Only one that's coming to my mind. No, you, you got, got... Dorm Days. You got... The, yeah, you um, got uh, Ven- Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds. kind of like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going back. See, I'm showing my age now. See, they got... You got like, Animal House. Animal House, like yeah. That. There's a lot of great actors in <clears throat> Animal House. Yeah. They hit their first... Uh, but, but it's like, when you're on a college campus... You really see diversity. We don't talk about it, but a Dude. college campus is very diverse. 
Do you really, though? I think that all depends on where you go. I think it's where you go, but also the class, like the classes that you're taking in the major. So, I can speak on the diversity part, being that I was a D1 athlete in a predominantly white sport. Um, when I go on my recruiting trips, like, though, that right there would set the tone as to where I was going to go to school. Like, there were some schools where, like, every school I got recruited by was top 25 in the country. So we talking big schools. We talking Texas, Cal, Stanford, Penn State, Pitt, you know, Indiana, mm. you know, Florida, UVA, Georgia. I was getting recruited by a lot of these big schools. So you go, you can only take five recruiting trips. Yeah, I was about to say that. Okay, so you got to take your pick. And then out of, you, out of the picks that you make, you can really determine, you know, what school is diverse based on when you go to visit. Mm. Like, even when you hang out with, you know, there's thirty about 30 swimmers on the team. Even, you know, 29 of them are going to be white. You know, you may have one token or you may have one, someone of, of a different, you know, background. But um, um, separate them, Right. And then you look at the school itself. You like, yo, I can go here, I can't go here. It's just as simple as that. It's, it's very it's very black white. It's not gray at all. And you're doing this at what? Your junior year or senior year? You could do you can actually um do it after. So I took a year off from school. Before I went to, before I got, I went to my, my university. And that was just to train. Mm. Like, just to train for swimming. That was it. Like, I, I, I worked at Foot Locker. I swam. And I took part-time classes at Community. But Focus was, was trying to get into one of them schools. Now, I graduated high school at 17. So that played okay. a, that played a that played a role. that played a factor. Okay. Okay. Now, mind you, when I graduated from high school, I signed with Ohio State. Mm. I was supposed to be a Buckeye. Verbal. No. Or like you literally Writ- signed. written on the dotted line. How the hell you went up at Pitt? Well, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that happen. <clears throat> In, in Olympic sports, it's different than, like, basketball or football, where once you commit, it, they hold true on their contracts. Okay. See, with with Olympic sports, there's only a certain amount of scholarships that div- can be given divided out. by X amount of people. Oh, so they okay. say, okay, you have 10 scholarships, do what you need to do. So everybody's trying to give you like 30, 40, 50%. So they hope they can give you somewhere between 25 and 50% and hopefully the other half you can get academically. Okay. So like a lot that's why you see a lot of nerds as swimmers because typically they can get that academic, you know what I mean, that academic mm-hmm. money or they have some other type of grant or whatever the case may be. Okay. You know, so that's, you know, and a lot of a lot of Olympic sports are like that. Well, apparently a commit a commit from Ohio State had decommitted to Minnesota, or decommitted to Ohio State to sign with Minnesota. So then that freed up a little bit of money. Well, they needed somebody. They pulled me in. 
Then the guy decommitted from Minnesota and went back to Ohio State. So and, pushed you and, out. And pushed me out. Oh. So I was like, oh, that's messed up. I was like, yo, that, what? That's so, so that that's what that happened. I loved the University of Florida. That's where I really wanted to go. The campus lit. But they didn't offer me enough money. Same thing with Stanford. They didn't offer me enough money out of state. Mm, okay. Okay. UVA, I love their coach. I love some of the guys on the team. That that school, I couldn't go there. And that's that's the, the Cavaliers, right? Yeah. Okay. That's the atmosphere I was talking about where, like, I just felt really out of place there. That's not Lynchburg, too. Yeah. It's Charlottesville. Lynchburg's yeah. right next door. Yeah. But it, the, the, something in the air. No disrespect to UVA. Uh, you know, fantastic school. Just I couldn't go there. So then I was at this swim meet out in, uh, down at George Mason. And I was annihilating everybody. I, I remember um, I broke a record in the morning. And one of the, the coaches came up to me. He was like, I just obliterated his swimmer, and he was in college. And he was like, yo, I think we got some, some money. Do you have any trips left? I said, yeah, I have two recruiting trips left. He said, okay, why don't you take one to pit? I said, all right. Went out there, diverse, big school. They were conference champions at the time. Uh, they had all Americans. They had they sent seven guys to NCAA's. Mm-hmm. That's the formula. You you know you you have championship caliber. Definitely want to you know be part of it. I had a great time. Those guys treated me with with the utmost <clears throat> respect, and, and they were great. We had a gr- we had a good time. Had a really great recruiting trip, and then they offered me money at the end. I really had to think about it. And this came from someone who got offered a full ride at FAMU. Now, mm-hmm. mind you. I didn't not like fam you. You know, I was like, fam you? Like, like, rattlers fam you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, like, marching 100 fam you? I was hyped. My mom was hyped. But the problem was is that I was already faster than everybody on that team. I would have went in there as a freshman with a broke records right off the bat. And that's not the type of atmosphere I was going to I wasn't going to be better there. I would I would have, I may have been... The best. I would have been the best, and I would have made people better, but I wouldn't have gotten better. Yeah. I wanted to be a low man on the totem pole to reach up to someone else's caliber. Okay. You know, and that's because there's always going to be somebody better than you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's the attitude I had. But that helped me a lot with making my decisions as far as the society influence on a, on a campus. They, you know, they make big impacts on whether or not you can go there for a full four years. Like I said, could I have gone to Virginia? I could have gone to Virginia, but I would have been miserable. I would have swam great because they had great swimmers. Like my best friend, Fran Crippen, rest in peace. You know, he, he was, he went to UVA. He was the one who told me to come to UVA. He was like, yo, bro, you got to come. Like my teammate, Brielle White, she swam for UVA. And she was like, it'd be great if you can come in. Like, I just, they, they went to private schools. I didn't. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I was, I, you could feel the private school atmosphere in, in, in UVA. It's, it's thick, you know? So that made, that helped me make my decision, um, with society. My society influence. 
Nah, you, uh, it's like your senior year, everybody's getting their award letters, mm-hmm. getting posted up all over the schools, <laughs> the school TVs, interviewing mm-hmm. the top athletes, mm-hmm. all that, I'm yeah. just like, I always know I wanted to go to college, I just didn't know where. I was kind of, I wouldn't say lost. It was just more so like my mom wanted me to go to school. So I was like, all right, mom, I'm going to college. <laughs> I was doing it for my mom. One, I didn't take school serious. I was just going through the motions. Okay. Didn't really get, I wasn't getting bad grades. Like I had like, I would say like a three in high school. Mm-hmm. And that's just like. Just, just bullshit. Just, yeah. <laughs> I got a three by bullshit. Mm. I can't even tell you what I got on my SATs. I don't. I don't know. I just know <laughs> to get in bloom. I didn't have to write a statement. <laughs> Yo, like dead ass. Like it was this one day I remember. Something in me like just like pissed me off, and I'm just like, yo, like I'm not getting. I probably sent out like 50 letters, like uh, applications. I ain't getting shit back. I'm like, bruh, what's going on? Like, school about to be out. We about to graduate. I ain't getting nothing. It's about to be senior week time. I'm like, mm. yo, like, what's going on? I'm like, yo, this is bug. Mind you, them applications like a buck, a buck a piece, buck twenty five a piece. Well, at least yeah. the time I would, bruh. Yeah. Like, I'm like, but it's the thing. I want to get waivers. Okay. So, I used to steal them drugs with my counselor. <laughs> Like that, I used to like sneak in the office and like get them drunk. So I wound up sitting down with my counselor. And I'm Cut like, yo, Bobby. I'm like, yo, um, I'm not hearing nothing back like from all the schools I was looking at. So at the time, I wanted to go out of state. I was looking at big schools. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you really don't hear anything about like state schools, anything like that. When you go on trips, most of the time you're going to big schools like Penn State's, Pitts. I mean, the big HBCU tours, all that stuff. State school, I'm like, what is that? Like, community? They're like, nah. Division two, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, I guess. I'm literally on senior week. Still haven't heard anything back. It's probably like... So who did you apply to? Do you remember? I applied to Virginia State, Virginia Union. So I wanted to go back home to Virginia. Okay. I was going to use my grandma's address trying to <laughs> cut down some bread. But that shit ain't work because all my applications and addresses are up here. Mm. So I had to be like um, a resident for like a year. But I didn't want to take a year off because I already knew if I took a year off, it was a dub. I wasn't going to school. That was just me. Why? Because one, I don't like school. School wasn't for me. I just was doing it because my mom wanted me to do it. And it was socially conscious to go from high school to college to say, yo, I'm not a knucklehead, like, I'm, I made it out. So, outside of, I would say, like, a couple HBCUs I applied to, I think I applied to Temple, mm-hmm. Penn State, um, couple, I forget, it was probably, like, I forget where I was local, but... Didn't hear nothing back. Mm. We're literally down senior week, Ocean City, Maryland. We got down there like Sunday. Bro, my mom phone rung Wednesday. My 
mom gets a call. She's like, yo, this guy called, left a message. You need to call him now. I think it's about school. I made the phone call, talked to the guy. Mm-hmm. I talked to him Thursday, though. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't make the call Wednesday. I talked to him Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. I called him, like, hey, what's up, X, Y, Z. He's like, hey, um, just wanted to reach out to you to let you know that we accepted your application, blah, blah, blah. You got to get here tomorrow. What? Start the summer program. <laughs> they said, yo, we don't have any more slots open for fall enrollment, but if you want to come, we have a summer program slot open for you. Probably the best decision I ever made in life, bro. Mm. I said, I got accepted. I asked him, I said, I right, so you're telling me I got accepted into school and I start tomorrow. He said, yes, classes start Monday. Ooh. You got to be up here tomorrow, which is Friday, for moving. I said, okay. I literally called my mom. I said, mom, listen, I just got into school. That was the guy from the missions office. Um, I only had $50. I need another 100 to get on this Amtrak to get home. Literally, my mom wired some money. I went to go pick it up. Four years later, college graduate. Dead ass, one of the best decisions I ever made in life. Mm. And that decision changed my life, made me more mature, made me, helped me definitely learn about myself. And I actually started taking school more serious my sophomore year, though, of why, college. Why, why, why your sophomore year? Um... was in a stage of like finding myself and you know how you like during high school I was bullshitting all the time mm-hmm. I didn't really have to put any work wasn't getting challenged I had my public speaking teacher um this lady from Kenya she pulled me to the side and she was like she just asked me one question she said do you care I said what do you mean she was like, do you care? And she was asking me, like, do I care about my outcome or my life that I can handle? Like, that I am in charge with. Do I care that much to be bullshitting? Because I used to bullshit on my work. And she could tell. She could read right through it. Because, mm. like, my presentations and all that was, like, A1. Speeches, A1. But on, like, the homework assignments and all that, it'd be bullshit. I began, like, C's, but the presentation, I'm blown out of the water. And she's like, this doesn't make sense. Like, how? So when she had, once we had that talk, it kind of, like, hit me. And it was like, yo, like, uh, kind of need to take this serious so I can do what I want in life. Because she kind of gave me, like, real-life examples. And one example that hit home was, like, Failure is not an option. Like, I can't do this and then be sent home on academic probation. Mm. I can't be kicked out of school for academics. It's like, nigga, I'm not dumb. I'm not stupid. Mm. So it's like, you got to do something about it. And it took me 
to become aware, but also take accountability and just make a change. And that's when I started literally taking school more serious. But that's my story, man, of how I got the boom. You know, shout out to the Huskies. <laughs> um, I took I took my college. Oh, man, I, when I, I remember driving up to college, man, I'm, you know, and and I was hyped because I had teammates that I swam against since I, since I was like eight years old. And we swam it like against like you know like AAU kind of swimming. Yeah. Um, we'll call it AAU. It's not really AAU, but just for an example. And like I was like, wow, I was really hyped to get to school. I remember my freshman year, first semester freshman year, I literally was not partying, but I was just hanging out with my friends, literally till like four in the morning. We used to just talk, play spades, just hang out, listen to music, just do, just do friends things, like, and then I had practice at 6 a.m., so, like, literally, like, had to be up at, like, 5.30, get to the, get to the field house at 6, and then work out, do hour weights, and then swim for an hour and a half, I remember my first class was, was at 10 o'clock, I used to eat and then run the class. By 10.15, I was knocked out. And I think, um, I remember my my first semester report card came back. And all my teammates were at like 3.8 and higher. My jaw was at a 1.9. <laughs> <laughs> B, a C, a D, and an F, bro. Let me tell you. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't realize. Apparently, like me going to sleep in class, like I, my one professor only gave two exams the whole semester. Oh, you fuck. So like, the midterm was was thirty five percent of your grade. Your final was sixty five percent of your grade. There was no quizzes in between. I would have lived through. But we, listen, everybody said take this class, it's an easy A, blah, 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 blah. To me, it was an easy F. Because I literally failed because I fell asleep every fucking class. Listen, and so I I didn't realize how important school was until we're down Florida for our our two-week training trip. All we do is train all day long. Okay? A two-week training? Two, yeah. Down there for two weeks. We're at the Hall of Fame pool in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Mm. Okay? Get down to the... <laughs> get on deck. Our coach is the first ones to see our grades. Right? Yo, Daryl. How about for a second? He pulls me to the side. And I swear to you not, he did a Bobby Knight on me, yo. Chest bone to the... Boom! What is this? Like, I mean, he screamed at me. He was like, what is this? He's like flashing the, the report card at me. I was like, I couldn't see. I, like, I was seeing stars. Like, I was like, what the hell just happened? I mean, he was so angry. And then I saw the, the GPA it was like 1.9. He's like, do you understand what this means? This means you're on, you're on academic probation. Oh, my God. God, he 
like slamming everything. I, I didn't even know. He's like, you're one of my best swimmers, and you, and you, what are you doing? Stop drinking. Stop hanging out with them hoes. Stop doing, like, he's, like, he's really going off. So, and I'm sitting here, like, all my teammates looking at me like, you damn, dog, you, <laughs> damn, dog, you got 1.9, dog, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I was embarrassed, and so, and then, you know, so for me, it was like, dang, like, I had mandatory study hours now. They were optional at the time, and now they're mandatory. So now I got to go to a study hall with a tutor that's provided through the athletic department, and I had to I had to log those hours through swiping in, um, and then like had to retake that class. Damn. So I so I had to take an extra class on top of the classes I was taking. So I took they eighteen. So I took eighteen credits the next semester. 18. Yeah, I took 18 because I had normal class was 15 credits, so that's five classes plus that's it was a sixth class. And then um I got a 3.5 because the, that semester and my coach was like, see, that's 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 what you're supposed to get the first time. Um so then I stayed over in the summer, um, my freshman year, to take two additional classes because I was interested in pledging. So I had to make sure that my GPA was over a certain, you know, criteria, criteria or whatever, and moving into my sophomore year, you know, because I didn't know what to expect, and I wanted to be prepared for anything, and plus I stayed to swim, so, and that, so it was a lot of different things, so I, I mean, but, gosh, boy, I, I had fun my my fresh my freshman year's first semester. I think the old, that freshman slump is real. Oh, man, I... Literally would have failed out of school if I wasn't swimming. Because literally my coach really dug into my ass. Shout out to Cut Chuck Knowles for that. Talk, I'm going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's like two kinds of kids that are in school. Well, I wouldn't say two, it's three. It's the ones who are like academically smart mm-hmm. with like no social aspect. Right. They don't have no soft skills. They're just smart as fuck. Those are your doctors, your dentists, your engineers. Yeah, like yeah. the ones like all I know is school. Mm-hmm. I get 4.0s, 3.5s, 3.8s. Yeah. But my social life is shitty. I really don't have that many friends. If I do have friends, we're not really that close. Like I, all I know is school. I go get degree after degree after degree and. Try to make this real life thing work. But they can't because all they know is books. So they lack. They lack. But that's student one. Okay. Student two is more so... I would say the kid that don't give a fuck about school. They just did. Freshman year, I'm partying up. I'm living. It's either they're failing out. Or they're they're maintaining the party life throughout college, but never really growing as a student. So Van Wilder, yes, perfect example. So student, so student A would be Mike Wazowski, yep, from Monsters Inc., Monsters yep. University. Yep. Shout out to Disney Pixar. And the second person would be Van Wilder, yep. who was there at school for how long? Seven years, right? Seven he was years there for plus. seven years, yep. and he could have 
uh, you know, been out in like probably two years because he was that intelligent, but just really didn't, didn't care. give a shit. He was just like, look, I'm really enjoying myself here. And he created such a, a well-known population of, of a popularity that he let that run and run. influence his, his, his decisions. But then you got student three who's a combo. He's a hybrid. Mm-hmm. He or she's a hybrid mm-hmm. student. Yeah, they're focused on their books, but they also know how to party and then live their life. Mm. They can balance. It's the work-life balance. So I think student three would be the one who actually um, progresses the best into, or translate the best into real work force life now. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, like we talked about in, in episodes, was it episode six? I hate my, I job. Hate my job. You have to have a ba- life is you about balance. balance and work. And play has to be a balance. Um, And when we say play, we talk about, um, you know, downtime. We talk about vacation time. Mm -hmm. We talk about family time. You know, we talk about just time away from the job that really separates you from from really focusing on the work. But how does, let's say, the Mike Wazowskis of the world, those those doctors, those engineers. So doctors, they have 12 years of school. Mm-hmm. Okay, let, let's just put that. Dentists have 10 years 10 of school. Years. Engineers have 6 years of school. Lawyers have about 8. eight. eight. So, for those professions, we talked about influences, right? Society influences. What about family influence? Now, you said that you're, you was going to school for your for mom. mom. I'm a first generation male graduate. So, I'm the first male in my family to graduate from college. Okay, I've had my mom, my cousin, and my aunt all graduated from college. My mom went to Cheney. She did grad school at Temple. My cousin went to Temple. My aunt went to the University of uh, North Florida. Okay. Um, my cousin now, she's at Temple. Okay, so, you know, all the, all, all the ladies in my family, they, you know, they've got together. My, my grandmother went to Rutgers. Okay, okay so... <clears throat> Shout out to all those schools. Um, but, like, how does a family influence really... I mean, because we know a few people whose family, like, you know, you like got to you gotta go, gotta go and do you, this. If you don't go here and yeah. do this, I'm not paying for it. Right. Most of the time, it's deeply rooted. I see this a lot in, like, the HBCU setting. But also see this in like athlete setting mm-hmm. because their families are boosters to the school, okay. big donors. Um, sometimes it's just tradition. Like your mom and dad went here, so guess what? You're going there too. Your mom and dad is part of this club organization. Because of that, guess what? You're going there too. And it's like When it comes to school, when it comes to school, I mean, oh okay, yeah. So I mean, there, yeah. there's, there's, yeah. When it comes to school, there are there is pressure for that person. So, for instance, I would never pressure my daughter to go to Pitt. 
If she wanted to go to Pitt, she can go to Pitt. That's, yeah. I'll be, she can't go to Penn State, though. Say no, I'm just joking. That, 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 no, that's... No, <laughs> no, that, that's no, 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 but that's, <laughs> no, but that's the thing, though. But that's the thing, though. Or West Virginia. There's some, there's some families where it's like... My kid no, go to, my go kid go to Bama, like, go. like, like, prime example, like in the SEC. Bama hates and, Auburn, right. hates mm-hmm. Tennessee. Right. If they're a Bama grad, they're like, oh, hell no, you're not going to nah. Auburn. You're not going to Tennessee. Like, no, don't even try that shit. <laughs> you can go to any other school except those three. Well, typically, like, so I was, like I said, I was supposed to go to Ohio State. Who's the, Who do they hate? School up north. They they they, they goes unnameless, which is Michigan. Yeah, I'm about to say yeah, Michigan. But guess they, what? I'm a huge Michigan fan. And you was about to go to Ohio State and swim. No, I'm just saying. But was that? I'm just saying I'm a huge Michigan fan because of, partially because of what happened to me with with Ohio State. Mm, okay. But you know, it is what it is. But I would ne- no, I would never, I would never uh, tell my daughter she couldn't go anywhere. So million dollar question. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. <laughs> If you had the money, mm-hmm. would you fund your daughter's education? Absolutely, one hundred percent. I've been paying. I was paying for her private school tuition since she was eighteen months old, mm, and she okay. just she just moved. Her mother just moved, and now she's in a really really good public school. Okay. So I'm like, woo! I mean, it's seven years of private school education. I okay. mean, she, you know. But yes, yes, I would. So, speaking of you already paying, mm-hmm. would you pay for her to go to Pitt? Would I pay for her to go to Pitt? My first, my first inclination would be, I will pay for her to go to college, but I would like for her to find free money first. Even if you had the money, the school's what seventy thousand in state. Nah, in in for for the four for the four years. Yeah, yeah, about seventy five thousand for the four years. So in state, you got the cash in the bank. Mm-hmm. And, and for y'all that don't know, I'm speaking in I'm, terms of like the scandal that just happened, where it's <laughs> like, if you got the money to get your kid in the school, would you pay for it? Here's the thing, Pitt is a great school, no doubt. Um, but I want her to go to the school that. She wants to go to that best fits her. Yeah. So Pitt may not fit her. Like maybe maybe it's Oklahoma. Maybe it's UCLA. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's University of Iowa. Would you pay for it to get in there? Hey, listen. But this is the thing. Listen to the terminology. Would you pay for her to get in? No. She's gotta get on her, in on her own merit. I like that. She. You gotta get in. You you have to earn your keep. Like. If if someone pays for you to get into a school, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can handle the coursework that comes with it. So, speaking on the on the scandal that you were talking about, some of these people pay for people to get into these really really good schools that are very demanding educationally, academically, academically demanding like Stanford. Stanford is academically. Demand. They don't play that shit. They don't play. I mean, their ba- their their. I mean, their basic courses are made for you to fail, so they can weed you out. Okay, and a lot of schools are like that. Pitt actually is is getting like that. You know, 
UVA's like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like some Ivy League schools are like that. Yeah. You know, they want to make I sure. UC, I think UC, uh, USC's like that too. UC Davis is like, I mean, there's those small UC schools, don't get it twisted. Yeah. Those UC schools are not easy to, to get yeah. through. But <clears throat> Duke. Duke's definitely. You know, I mean, we can, Duke, we can North Carolina. Yeah, we can go on and on yeah. and on. But bottom line is that this I want my daughter to get in based on her own merit. I want her to be able to say, my GPA is this, my SAT score was this, you know, this is what I bring to the table from a social standpoint, from an academic standpoint, possibly an athletic standpoint, and this is my resume going in. If she can't get in on that merit, then she don't need to be there. Because guess what, there's over, there's over, what, 300 and something D1 schools, there's... About 300 D2 schools, D2. and there's about 200 D3 schools. Mm-hmm. You know, out of all these schools, you can get, she you can get, get in one. one. Okay, you can get one. and possibly get grant money, government money, mm-hmm. whatever the other money to help assist and aid her academic prowess. Now, that's that was my point when I was getting that with you. You asked me what I pay for it. My first inclination is no. I want you to see what you can get. What you can get to help you first. And if you need help on the back end, I'll be there for you on the back end mm. to make sure that you don't come out of school with no debt. Okay, I had minimal debt coming out of school. Minimal. I had to pay for grad school. Mm. Okay. My mom, what she did was she, she saved a $100 savings bond every check she got and saved them from the time I was born till the time I graduated. So she had 18 years worth of savings bonds every paycheck. So I don't know how many other paychecks that was, but it paid for the the scholarship money I didn't get. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a smart investment. Thank you, mom. That was a smart investment. Now I'm I'm on the road to do the same thing with my daughter. And we talked about investments. We talked mm-hmm. about all these other things that you can. There's other, there's a lot of different methods that you can do to help pay for, save, and pay for for big mm-hmm. acquisitions. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that, I mean that's my that's my take on it. Well, which what do you, how do you? Because I think a lot of people hate school because when they get out, they got a big old a big bill old waiting for them. You know. So speaking on the debt thing, like. I feel like if you go to school, you should automatically know, like, yo, it's a slight chance that I'm going to have some debt. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Mm-hmm. It's your job to figure out where that debt is going to come from. Because we all got choices when it comes to, like, getting scholarships. But if you're not aware of how to get those scholarships, it is what it is. Well, that's what a guidance counselor's for. Right. But think about it. I didn't really care about school. So in my situation, I wasn't looking up no scholarships. You tell me I gotta write a I gotta write a what? A paper? I gotta take a test? Nah, bro, I'm cool. I'm I'm in the streets. This is party going on. I got a pal game in the summertime, like I gotta hit, like I wasn't worried about that. So looking at my bill, like now I'm mature, I'm just like Damn, fuck, like, I could have saved so much money 
if I would have took school serious mm. from the beginning. But I look at it from the standpoint of, well, think about it. Most people don't get refund checks because their bill is paying their bill. So they collect debt based off of the college needed essentials. Which can be, yo, I want some clothes. Shoot, I want a car. Like, I got paid for housing. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this extra money's coming from. My mom don't got it. My dad don't got it. Mm-hmm. This little part-time job ain't got it. Shit, I barely got food stamps. Barely eating. So what I got to do? I got to fill out a Stanford loan, a Pell loan, something to get an extra $5,000 a semester to just cover what I need to cover. Extra. So, just off of that, that can mess around to be an extra ten grand in debt, just cause at that time, yo, I need it per year, per year, per year. Like yeah. I need it, like yo, I need that extra money to do something with. And it's like, just looking at it from a debt standpoint, it's like, you really shouldn't worry about it. Like, don't get worried about debt because when you are in the real world. By you chasing your goals and dreams, you'll be able to accomplish your debt goal. But, do you need college to chase your goals and dreams, Bob? No. no. I I say no. College ain't for everybody, but I believe that everybody should experience college. Mm, hold on, say that again? College isn't for everybody, but I believe that college... Well, everybody should experience college. It ain't for everybody, but everybody should experience it, which means give it a try. Because if you don't know what you want to do, college will open up your mind to what the world is like. If it ain't for you, guess what? You can either go back home, continue doing what you're doing. Mm. If that school isn't for you, guess what? Go find another school. You can go to community. You can go to a smaller school. You can go to a bigger school. You can go to HBC, you can go to a PWI, like you can go to the East Coast, you can go to the West Coast, you can go down South. You can go to a Junco, like you can figure it out. But being exposed to that has a major impact on how you chase your goals and dreams too. Mm-hmm. Because it's all it's all influences at the end of the day. College ain't nothing but one big ass network, bro, for later on in life. When you're in a gym, you need something, guess what you're supposed to do? Hey, I'm a college grad from such and such. Help me. Coming from a certain school, having that degree, that piece of paper, doesn't get you in the door, it gets you to the door. That's what college does. But the problem is, we don't know that because all we're looking at it is from a number standpoint. So it's like, is it worth it when it comes to chasing my goals and dreams? No. But if your goal is to be a fucking doctor, you know you need to be in school for 12 years, so stop bitching and complaining. Mm-hmm. Like, social workers, I know, like, for them to, like, move up the chain, they got to get masters, this, and the third, doctorates. That's your field. You can't bitch if that's your field. Mm-hmm. Your field is telling you what you need. Yo, for a raise, for 20 grand, X, Y, Z, for me to be a supervisor, I got to have a master's, X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. Well, look, if 
this bachelor's drained you? Pick a different field. Get a different field, my yeah. nigga. Like, I, I can't help you. You want to be a lawyer, but you only want to do four years? Matter of fact, you don't even want to do school. You, 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 you got an associate's... Well, it looks like you need to go to a four-year institution. Do what you need to do there. Work your ass off. Work your network. Take the fucking bar and, like, figure out, like... You gotta figure you gotta figure this shit out depending on what you're trying to accomplish in life. Like if your goal is to be an entrepreneur, start your own business, you don't need college to do that. It helps. It helps. Mm-hmm. It looks great for when you're getting to the door. Mm-hmm. It looks great when you're at the table and you're able to articulate your background, mm-hmm. which is those soft skills. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to go to college to run a business. Guess, you, guess what you need? You just need business skills, business traits, which can be certificates. It can be certifications. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have business schools mm-hmm. that focus on business programs. A lot of community colleges offer free business programs right. that you could just sit in. There's workshops and seminars. Workshops, seminars go, for, for IT free. people. You can go for free. You just sit down, yo, stay for two hours on the weekend, right. sometimes during the week, get the knowledge, put it on your resume, boom. So I was looking at this list uh, of of movies that we're talking about college, right? I mean, I, yeah. I, and, and I'm going to give you a nice range, right? But th- these are some really good ones that just popped up in my head. Higher Learning. Yo, that's one of my favorite movies, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo. Yeah, higher Learning was... Yeah, listen. That talk, yo. That talks about a lot. That talks about a lot of different stuff. Um, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Michael, uh, Mike Epps, uh, Tyra Banks, Buster Rhymes, mm. Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of good actors in that movie. I think that was Mike Mike Rappaport's like first actual yeah, movie. Yeah, first gig. Yeah. Um, and the dude that was in um, uh, that was in the John with Snyder Lathan and um. Omar Epps. No, 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 no. The white guy that was in, he was in that movie with uh, Snot Lathan, and she was cheating on the boy, and uh, he was like the business owner. Oh, uh, I know you're talking about. Uh, oh, my God. You know, you know which one that she yeah. was, and the mom was like, don't you be doing that behind his back. And yeah. yeah, oh, my God. I, I, I was like, you talking about. The, yeah. but, but he he was in there. He was in that movie. That that, that movie was great. Um, old school. You talking about that? We talked about old school. Um, Dead Poet Society. Listen, that's a sleeper. One of my favorite movies of all sleep. time. That's a sleeper. Robin Williams. <laughs> Listen, I got Carpe Diem tattooed on my arm, bro. Carpe Diem. Hey, yo, he really do. Seize the day. Seize the day. Don't let yo. don't let the days pass you by. You seize every day, every moment, every opportunity that you have because tomorrow can be your last. Mm-hmm. You never know. That's why I got that. Um... Revenge of the Nerds, that's an old school classic. Animal House, old school classic. Uh, Monsters University. Let me tell you how cool this movie is. And I didn't realize how cool this movie was until I was watching it with my daughter. I was sitting there like, yo, Pixar, like Monsters, Inc. Everybody knows Monsters, Inc. Monsters University is how they met. And it is like the coolest movie, bro. They joined a frat. You know, (laughs) they... They did this competition. They were they were complete opposites of each other. 
And but they found they each found other. each other and and how to work with each other, and what they were good at, um, over time by going to Monsters University, and it helped them tremendously. Exactly what you were just talking about. You were just talking about that fantastic movie. Uh, Back to School. That's the movie with Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield, yeah. And he was the one, he, he was a diver. He was, yeah, yeah. And, and he went back to school with his son. His son was, was a diver, that, yeah. too. And all they kept talking about was his dad. His dad, his dad. And he was he was overshadowed. Matter of fact, I just watched the, that Goofy movie. Uh, Goof Troop? When Goofy Goof, went back to school? Yeah, when Goofy went back to school. That was what? Goof, I think, 2? Goof 2. Yeah. Yeah. What an amazing movie. Um, and I just happened to, my, my daughter was watching it in my room. I, I, I just was like, wow, this is, this is incredible. Uh, it just reminded me of that. Road Trip. Remember Road Trip? Which one? With the one with Tom Green and, and the bull. He had videotaped a, 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 a video to his girlfriend who was going to school in Texas. Oh, yeah. And, and then... They taped over a porn yeah, or something like that. that. Yeah. Or him confessing that he liked <laughs> some other girl, so they were trying to go intercept the, the package before it got there. Yes. <laughs> and then, uh, what's the name? Was uh, doing the, joining the Black Frat. Uh, it was, uh, oh <laughs> what is his name? Um, it was cra- yo, it's so crazy, all these movies. And it'd be like, yo, I never know it until I say the name. Dang. Why are you thinking about that? We got Rudy. Now Rudy. Rudy was a good ass movie. Rudy's a love. good movie. Yeah, this, Rudy's it a good movie. It was about Notre Dame. Notre Dame um, actually showed how how much influence Notre Dame had on this kid's life. On on this kid's life, but in society yeah, as a yeah. whole, back in the fifties, sixties. Bro, Notre Dame alumni is like is like big as fuck. My favorite quarterback went to Notre Dame. Like. So I, I I you know like I don't, like it's some dude that I work with like he lives and dies Notre Dame like not basketball though football culture. Well, Joe Montana is my favorite player, and he went he to went Notre there. Dame. Yeah. Okay, so uh, American Pie two. That's that is when they went to college. They went to college uh, after band camp. They went yeah. to Michigan State. Yeah. And you know, uh, they, I know what you don't got on there. Oh, I still got a few more nah, left. Nah, I know, I know what you don't got on there, though. I, I, know, I got a few more left. I'm, you, ain't got, you ain't got House Party 2 on there. <laughs> I know you ain't got House Party 2 on there. You already know. I know you ain't got that on there. Uh, yeah, House Party 2. When kid is said with yeah, the college. College, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, oh, do you know what another dope one was? She wasn't in college, though, but... Oh... Uh, Nah, that was a high school movie. I'm thinking about Dope. The dope? movie Dope. The, yeah. The uh, the one girl she was trying to get in the school. Mm-hmm. She was like a year above, a uh, year older than the kid. That was a star. Yeah, I just thought Matter about fact, that. What was the movie with with uh, Sean Connery and the Black Bull in New York? He was a really good writer. Finding Forrester. Finder. Yeah. That movie that was, was my movie. That bro. movie was fantastic. Yo, that's one of my favorite movies. Um. Man. Finding Forrester was was great. Um, there's another one too. Um, that was another way of uh, when the guy he actually helped him find his passion. 
Yes. And that, and that's... And, and he, it was, the kid thought it was basketball, but it was really writing. And then the, and the other one was Mr. Holland's Opus. That, you know, that movie really struck with me because, you know, I play instruments. So for yeah. me, like, I'm, I'm, I'm this guy, he's a, he's a professional musician. He's writing a piece. He takes a substitute position just as some money to get by. Wife gets pregnant. Pregnant. He gets kind of stuck becoming a teacher mm-hmm. and ends up loving it. I Listen, and then how many people he affects really is a touching, mm-hmm. really is a touching movie. We got, we got a few more. Drumline. Oh, now, yeah, don't forget Drumline now, was a high school Now, Nick piece, Cannon piece. and Zoe Saldana, let me tell you, man. <laughs> I love Zoe. Zoe is most, she's beautiful. And... Nick did a fantastic job. I mean, they talk about North Carolina A&T. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I mean, that's... Band and, culture. Yeah, band culture. Talk about, well, A&T's drumline is fantastic. Um, you know, my daughter even watches YouTube videos of A&T. Mm-hmm. I mean, she loves A&T. I, I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up going there. Um, neighbors. Oh, so that movie, yeah. you know, that um, was the yeah, neighbors one in so with uh, Seth Rogen yep. and yeah. the other dude, they, they move in next door to the frat house. How high? Oh yeah, that was a co- that was on a college campus. They went to Harvard. They went to Harvard. Yeah. yeah, Method Man and Redman went to Harvard. Imagine that. Now, actually, what's funny is that Method Man and Redman are actually very intelligent people. Yeah. If you actually listen to them talk, um, outside of that, um. So we named like seventeen movies. A lot of classics. Um, if you are listening and has seen all of these movies, um, maybe we'll play a little trivia game next week. Cool with that. We could play. We could play a little trivia game. So if you if you listening to this, um, stay tuned. We may have some trivia where you could win a prize. Actually. Um, some merchandise with with the bag maybe. season podcast. You, um, you could possibly become a bagger. <laughs> um, I guess you never know. We definitely um, appreciate you know kind of tuning in. I think the the bottom line is like this: you know, you ho- you love college, you hate college. I loved college from the experiences I had. I made some fantastic friends. I made some lifelong um, friends. I made some lifelong people that just changed my life completely for good, for bad. Um, and I joined the best fraternity in the world um, at the University of Pittsburgh. I have I have a great foundation with my teammates. Uh, we went through a lot together. Um, and I really, I enjoyed every second I was at Pitt. Um, I wouldn't take any day back. Um, and I'm happy that I went there. Um, I'm a proud graduate, um, and, you know, regardless of the money that it cost me, you know, on the back end, I wouldn't trade those life experiences for anything. I think that's what college is, man. It's an experience. Like, you're supposed to go through that. Mm -hmm. Those ups and downs, those acts of, like, learning about yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Getting to know people, bettering your soft skills, sharpening your craft. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the real world is all about numbers, and college kind of helps you separate from the pack. That's why 
lot of people, they look at your GPA. That's why they look at, uh, is your program accredited? Mm-hmm. That's why they look at what school did you go to? Like, is your school in the top 25? Top 50, top, top 50, like yeah. top one, like in yeah. a certain program, like it holds It weight. does matter. Yeah, it, it does matter. Yeah. And if you're not willing to understand that kind of investment for when you're done those four years mm-hmm. or three and a half or three, whenever you're done and you're crossing that stage, if you don't understand the number game with college, you're just going to be another number trying to make it in life. Mm-hmm. Because once you get out there, man, like, it's on you. Like, yo, we gave you all the skills you need. I gave you what you needed, and that was the piece of paper. College gives Make you, it work. Like, col- yeah, college gives you the skills. Work life gives you the experience. The experience. And the experience, listen, listen, y'all, experience holds more weight. You just have to know how to articulate your background. Mm-hmm. It's not how you say it, it's what you say. But in certain cases, it is how you say it. Like, I work in sales. Me going, me getting a master's really don't matter. But me having experience in sales makes the difference of me getting a raise and getting promoted within... A $20,000 jump. Now, it does matter in the sense that, like you just said, but if, for instance, you're in sales and you want to go into sales yourself, having an MBA would be a fantastic thing for you because you would understand how how corporations function. That's the catch. And how, and how to make yourself into a corporation if you want to. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, co- this is one of the, and you said it earlier, college is definitely one of those things where it helps you find what you really love to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes one semester, sometimes it takes six semesters to mm. really figure it out. And as long as you finish, you good. You good. Yeah. And so you're not on nobody else's time but yours. Right. We don't care what society says. Yeah, they say four. Okay, that's cool, bro. Yeah. But I changed my major twice. Right. Who cares? I had to stay an extra year because I had to retake classes. Mm-hmm. That's not saying you're done. You just had to... Like, if you're in nursing, they can't take nothing less than, like, a, I think, like, a C plus. So, if you got a C, you got to retake those classes. It is what it is. Mm. I mean, I don't want no C plus nurse putting an IV in my arm. But that's the... I, 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 but, I mean, that, to be honest look, with you... The, but look, that's the thing. I, I, I don't, certain majors... I look, don't, certain majors and certain fields, you can't... Like, that whole concept of these get degrees, it don't work. Like, if you look at your, your lawyer's transcript and you like, damn, bro, you had a 1.8? Oh, hell no. Nah, I, I ain't trusting you with this murder case. You bugging. I'm not trusting you with a traffic ticket. No. <laughs> like, that's not working. Oh, you're a doctor. You got a white coat. That's kind of like the, uh, the AT&T commercial when it's like, but that's not okay. Yeah. Just enough is not okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the, the guy is like, oh, how good are you with how breaks? How good are you? How you good with your breaks? Uh, we're all right. We're all right. 
Who said that? We have a motto. If the brakes don't stop you, something will. will yeah. Like, well, I don't want that. In certain fields, that shit don't work. No, it, it can't work. You know, um, you know, I know a few people who are doctors, you know, and they, they, they will tell you flat out, like, their path, depending on which, which path they go through, there's no easy path. No. Everything is difficult, and... Where you graduate from does, does matter. matter, okay? Because they look at that because they already know certain schools have certain criterion that, that fall into certain patterns. So, for instance, if you got someone who graduated summa cum from Stanford, they already understand, like, oh, this person is they the real deal. Because Stanford, they know in the medical profession, for instance, in order for you to become a physician an MD, or a surgeon, or whoever, you have to publicize articles. And in order to do those things, you have to talk to professors who are doctors and know doctors in the field that they're... So it's a small community. That's not something that you can pass lightly. Or just like just like lawyers, same thing. Mm-hmm. Just like engineers, depending same on which type thing. which type of engineer you want to be, same thing. Just like investment brokers, stock same brokers, thing. same thing. They'll, it's it's one of those things where it's just like you can't half ass this. You can't bullshit the process. And if that's and if that's your goal, you have to understand your process. I think a lot of people don't understand their process. They're just saying like, "Hey, I want to be a doctor." I want to be a lawyer. Well, that's, I want to that's be an engineer. Great. That's, that's great. That's great. But just know your life commitment is 12 years. Right. That At minimum. You're not going to be making the money that you want. Right out the gate. Right out the gate because you have 12 years. And imagine, too, that's not only the school sacrifice, but that's just social sacrifice. Yeah. I know many doctors that didn't have, that weren't in relationships because, because they couldn't yeah. focus on... Do, you know, it's passing their their med school exams and this and this and that and becoming a doctor. Most people become doctors. Let's say if you start at 20, you don't start doing anything as an MD until you're about 33, 30, yeah, 34. Yeah. Okay, so that, that, yeah. that right there just puts you in a whole different category. And, 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 and that, that's a lot. And you can't look at you can't start looking at like yo I'm in hundred thousand dollars worth of debt, hundred, <laughs> probably more than that. Two, I know, like I said, yeah, I know like, a few doctors. Two hundred, two fifty, three hundred, three fifty. Yeah, like, that that that's a lot of debt. You know where your where your student loan payment is more than your mortgage in your car combined. Yeah. You know that's that's what you're talking about. But to each his own. But that's why you can't look at the numbers. It's like yo, like what's your goal? Like what are you working towards? Mm-hmm. Because once you get to where you want to get to, everything else is going to come easy. It's right. going to make more sense. Trying to make sense of it now, step one, stage one, you're only going to make it more complicated and more difficult for yourself when that time comes. Agreed. I mean, like... So, so what do you guys think about, you know, college? Did you love it? Did you hate it? You know, did you have a fun time in college? Did you have too much fun? Did you have not enough fun? Were you stuck in the books too much? You know, did you socialize enough? Did you party enough? Did you feel like that you met people too late? You know, and that you didn't enjoy things too soon? 
Let us know. Were you an athlete? Were you a non-student athlete? What are some things that you would have changed? Mm-hmm. Like looking back on it, like yeah, like your current situation, like if you are in your field, mm-hmm. like is what you done in college hindering your growth? Did it translate into your current profession? Did, is it translating? Is this mm-hmm. is the stuff that you learned in college helping? Yeah, please let us know. Hit us up at Bag Season Podcast. That's B A G S Z N underscore podcast. Hey, well, this was a fantastic topic, Bob. Yeah, man. I need it, man. Yeah, we had, it's for the people. We got some good stuff in store for next week, man. I can't wait. Um, you know, our season is boiling down. It's boiling down. It's season easy. one is boiling down, but hey, skirt, skirt, skirt. Don't fret. We got plenty more content coming up. It's a lot, so, it's a lot of content so coming. Don't worry. A lot of big announcements. A lot of big announcements. A lot of big things popping up for us. Make sure you subscribe. Like and follow. At Bag Season. That's B-A-G-S-Z-N underscore podcast. I'm your co-host, Swimmer. That's S-W-I-M-M-R underscore N-U-P-E-3. And I'm Bobby Raw. That's at Triple B 1911. And this is episode nine. I love college. I hate it. We out. I'm nice right now, man. I I feel good. If you have a drink, would you please put it in the air? That party last night was awfully crazy. I wish we taped it. I danced my ass off and had this one girl completely naked. Drink my beer and smoke my weed. But my good friends is all I need. Pass out three. Wake up at ten. Go out to eat. Then do it again. Man, I want to go to college for the rest of my life. Sit Bankers Club and drink Miller Lite. On Thursday, Thursday, and Tuesday night, I...